Hey everyone, my name is Megan and welcome back to the What's Your Why podcast. So it's just me talking today. I am hoping to get back to posting interview podcast episodes really soon. But yeah, just easing myself back into this and I really enjoy just sitting here monologuing for like (laughs) 40 minutes. It's so funny. It's like, do you ever get when you send a voice message and it ends up being 17 minutes long? And you're like, I'm just going to voice message because it's faster. And then a lifetime later, you're like, anyway, how are you? <laughs> That's literally how I find podcasting these days or in general. But there's just something so wholesome about sticking someone else in your ears and letting them talk. And if you like connect to what they're saying, amazing. If you don't, then I don't know what the other side of that is. But anyway, how is everyone? I was playing the card game We're Not Really Strangers recently and my favourite card in that is How Are You Really? So if you are listening to this, just take a second, even pause the episode and take a second to have a think about how are you really doing? And if you want to tell me, message me on Instagram. Let me know how you are because I love listening to other people talking about how they're doing. And yeah, I... I was going to say I enjoy talking about it. Recently I've kind of found it hard to answer because every day seems different and I don't really know who I am but I'm going to tell you I'm going to explore that a little bit and yeah I invite you to have a think about the same thing because isn't it mad there's like so many minutes and hours in a day or a week or a month and we all kind of have different stresses or good things happening hard things happening and we rarely actually take the time to pause and chat about it. So yeah, this episode, I'm going to lean into that a bit. It does feel a little bit vulnerable for me to kind of check in from that place. But something so random kind of spiraled me into like a state of self-reflection recently. So I was in Burger King because girls, gays, bays and bays. Let me tell you something. That vegan chicken burger in Burger King, it has my heart. And I'm not going to lie. I did record a podcast episode with Aaron ages ago about body image and I just kept talking about how much I hate myself and I still, I haven't um, improved at all since then, probably gotten a bit worse with the self-talk around my body. Um, But how am I supposed to work on myself and eat clean when I know something like that exists in this world? It's so yummy. Anyway, straight into Burger King, ordered plant-based royale, we love. And... (laughs) It was in the Ilac Centre in town. So that's like north side Dublin. And it's always, there's a lot going on there. I really enjoy being in that shopping centre because it actually kind of feels like home. <laughs> Which is so random to say. um, But it's just a lot of the kind of people I see there are a lot of the people I grew up with or similar types of people that I grew up with where like they're kind of a little bit rougher, rougher around the edges, but I like it. Um, but anyway, I was standing waiting for my yummy, yummy plant-based burger and there was a nanny, a grandson and a mom sitting at a table. And I know that they were these people because of like how they, like the little boy would call one of them mom and the other one nanny. Um, but I was standing like super close to them waiting for the food and the nanny just turned to the little boy and she, she was like, how was a senior dad the other day? You haven't seen him in a few years. Um, was he asking you, have you got any bigger? All that kind of thing. And this kid would have been like five or six. And it, I just thought it was so cute because the little kid was like, yeah, it was grand. 
like it was fine and then he like banged his head off the table and just like changed the subject but I, the nanny kept going back and asking about the situation with how it was seeing his dad and I just thought that there was so much strength in it because I think it's so easy like obviously I've talked about it before I grew up in so I didn't grow up with my mom but I would have seen her on weekends and that like as a kid like I, I I didn't know any different so I didn't think it was hard or not but it must be weird for kids that or anyone really that has to go years without seeing a parent for whatever reason a parent or guardian for whatever reason and then just with the way the system is like being forced to like be put in a room with them and like talk to them even though this kid has no real connection to them like so young um, and obviously I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but um, I just imagine that that would have been awkward. Like I would find that awkward now if I had to sit with someone that I haven't, like a parent that if I didn't talk to them for years, like there would have been a time when I would have went a big chunk of time without speaking to some of my like caregivers or whatever. And having to see them for the first time is just awkward. So like as a little baby kid, like that's just so uncomfortable or I can imagine maybe they don't know any difference so it's fine for them but I just thought there was such strength in the nanny asking because I think it's so easy to like avoid talking about that stuff or just kind of yeah let the kid be in it and ignore it because it's an awkward situation but it is just so important to like make the space for the kid to talk about if it was awkward or if they enjoyed it and just kind of see how they found it um and yeah, I just thought it was beautiful. And I think it's a really brave thing for the kid to have to do, like go and spend time with someone that he hasn't seen in a few years or talked to in a few years. And it just kind of set me off in a spiral of like vulnerability and how a lot of my life at the minute feels vulnerable. Um, so today is like 28th of February and this day next month I move to Australia. Slay. <laughs> big change I don't know what I'm gonna do like I have so many mixed feelings about it ultimately like I know it's an amazing opportunity also my voice sounds a bit raspy because I've been coughing so much I have um a lung infection at the minute we love um but yeah so that's why I sound a bit rough but oh someone's calling me piss off um but yeah um what was I saying this is why I should have my phone in airplane mode when I record this stuff but yeah so I'm moving to Australia and it's so funny all over TikTok I see so many people are obviously emigrating at the minute a lot of Irish are moving to Australia and they all look like super happy and that's obviously like the glamorized social media version of it but I'm kind of scared for it I'm moving into a job and I'm like am I good enough for it like a lot of self-doubt is coming into my mind and I had like a realization the other day I've been trying to like write a bit of poetry recently and just kind of get some of my thoughts and feelings on paper again because naturally with moving um I am finishing up therapy and I'm finishing up in the mental health hospital that I'm in um so yeah I'm like trying to just connect to how I'm feeling myself without having like external people like ask me how I am um but yeah I think when I was writing earlier on or earlier this week or whatever I just kind of realized I feel like I've gone back to being a teenager which for me was like such a turmoil time I don't know what turmoil means but I feel like that's the context you use it in um but yeah I just remember being anxious all the time or like even in different situations like fidgeting a lot or like stuttering over my words or halfway through a really like lovely conversation with someone 
I just get so in my head and I'm like this is really awkward I don't know what to say next or feeling like I have to fill the space and actually just feeling anxiety like anxiety is probably the worst bodily feeling I've ever felt like so I obviously live with depression and PTSD I can deal with that yeah it's pretty shit but I deal with it I've it's it's all I know okay um no it's not all I know but you know what I mean um but anxiety can actually go and fucking suck it fucking dick I'm just sick of it I could deal if it was just like the racing thoughts I could write them down on a page but it's the bodily feeling of it like I feel like I'm gonna vomit and then I just get in my head that everyone hates me and oh it's just not a vibe it's not a fucking vibe and I feel like people say so much oh I feel anxious I feel anxious and it's kind of like it's just become normal to hear and normal to expect people to say but I just think it's the most worst feeling in the world when you're feeling it do you know what I mean and I've just had a lot of anxiety recently and I haven't been able to make sense of like where exactly it's coming from but I think there's just so much happening and I feel so much anxiety about it um so naturally I'm talking about it on a podcast for people to listen to (laughs) because you're all my new therapist because I'm moving countries um but no it's been really weird I I just turned 24 and I think around my birthday I always kind of get a little bit weird or like really reflective I feel like that's really when my new year starts and reflecting on the year of 23 was just strange like I feel like it was probably one of the harder years I had so far in life but also it brought so many beautiful amazing people into my life so it's been beautiful and vulnerable and disgusting and all of that good stuff in one um but yeah do you ever get that like just when it's your birthday you just reflect on everything that you've done and everything you haven't done and question and everything about life um yeah that's been me um but I have made some beautiful friends recently one of them being my friend Sam and they have this incredible open mic night so their whole kind of business is called sam's collective you can find it on instagram and everything but i went to a queer open mic night that they put on in the beckett lodge i think it's called um and it was just so amazing to be around people that are also queer and just like creatives and it was a really safe amazing space but my friend ferg came with us so there is a gang of my friends there but ferg was one of them and he was actually on the podcast before on this podcast before we i interviewed him um and he started asking me about what's your why and I kind of like just like clenched up I was like don't ask me about it I can't even talk about it right now (laughs) I like just couldn't I just like clenched up and the more he was asking about it the more I opened up because I feel really safe in his presence um and we were just chatting about it and it's so dumb when I think of it right but you know the way like everyone and their fucking granny has a podcast these days like there was just something that took over me recently like it was a lot of these like society's version of beautiful people like that the only kind of pretty person can look a certain way a lot of society's versions of beauty whatever start making podcasts and I felt like they were getting so successful so fast and for me success is if one person listens to this and texts me and says they enjoyed it or they got something out of it that's amazing or if I it's a episode where I interview someone and if they feel seen that's what success is in my books but I think because everyone is doing like live podcasts or whatever like you know like I don't know I just got so in my head that because I feel like I have so much self-hate towards myself which I've talked about so much like I don't really love the person I am or how I look or 
pretty much anything about me I question is it worthy or is it enough or whatever so all these people that are putting out podcasts they're all just so confident and beautiful and are doing so well so in my head my head just goes to I'm not confident I'm not beautiful I can't have a podcast anymore and my friend Ferg I said this to him and I obviously like self-deprecated a lot and then like was taking the piss out of myself and he just was like this is a really special space that you create and that he felt really nice being in the podcast with me and I like he just kind of talked about how he felt when I was interviewing him and I say interview but it's basically just having chats with people like when we were just chatting um and it just kind of gave me a bit of a like what's that saying like a jump in my step like I felt good about it and I felt like I want to try to become a little bit more productive with this and just get back to doing it because I really do love this so much I love putting it out I don't care if one person or a thousand people listen to it I love just putting something out there um because I think there's a lot of things that don't get talked about right and a lot of people feel lonely in their experiences or unseen or unheard or unvalued in their experiences obviously there's the flip side of it where people feel all of the opposite things but I think the more people talking about this stuff, the better. Um, and yeah, when he said that to me, I kind of was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Like, not right now, but then I was like, I'm going to cry. It's just so nice for someone to like remind me not to give up. Because I do feel like sometimes, and I've always kind of been this way, that sometimes I need other people to believe in me a little bit until I can believe in myself. And in that same week, my friend Amber, that I went to college with, text, well, PLC, um, text me, and she sent me a voice message just talking about that she's been listening to the podcast episodes on her way to work or something um and that she's like really enjoying it and was just saying that it's like a nice thing to listen to and again I was like wait what like why would anyone think that like anything I create is shit um and not the people that I interview because they're all amazing and I love interviewing them and talking to them but I think it's just the idea is because I put it out there that it's not enough um, and it just goes back to comparison like I think so many of us compare ourselves to others but what I realized was I was doing it and I was comparing myself to everyone and saying these fucking horrific things to myself in my head that I would not dare to say to anybody out loud but I was just speaking such shit to myself and comparing myself to everything of like being on TikTok looking for people that <laughs> like feel the same way as me but not feeling it like looking for people on TikTok that like have stretch marks and love themselves and just not being able to find anything and then just feeling like I'm the only person in the world that struggles this much. <laughs> now I don't struggle all the time. I do like have a laugh with people I love and like I think when I'm with other people I'm like really conscious not to like let my vulnerability out or I'm conscious to kind of make it look like I have my shit together because I don't want to ever put someone in it. <coughs> Whoa, sorry. Woo. I don't ever put someone in the position where they feel like they have to make sure I'm okay. And that probably comes from when my mom died. No one really knows how to talk about grief. Everyone kind of shies away from it. So I kind of just got into this habit of I can figure it out for myself. I'm not going to talk about it to anyone. And that just didn't serve me in a positive way at all. It just closed me off a lot. So I think that's kind of carried over into like everyday life. Like if people ask, how am I really? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Like today's a good day even though I might have had to like pop a Xanax just to get out of bed do you know what kind of way um but yeah I just think it's weird I think we could talk about these things a lot more um 
and how I really am at the minute like I don't know like some days are good some days are bad but I isn't it so weird that when we're really sad or really low we lose interest in the things that make us happy like I mean it makes sense but if we just kept doing the things that makes us happy maybe we wouldn't be so down and what makes me really happy is this podcast I'm just like chatting to people like not even like this part like me monologuing for like whatever however long but just like recording episodes of people and being inspired by lives that they're living and yeah I don't know it's just weird it's weird that when I get sad I step away from it because that is what brings me out of my sadness is connecting with others so I think I'm maybe hitting a turning point with you know getting ready to leave Ireland I'm starting to like fall in love with the people that are here again and I say I'm kind of feeling like I'm not running away from home anymore I think I was because I was in Australia when my mom died and I was so happy obviously before she died I was so happy in Australia and I loved it and I think in my head I was like I need to go back there because that's where I'm going to feel happiness again and I was running away from the sadness that Ireland brought me and that I brought myself but like I've kind of always been the person that home is just wherever I feel comfortable with a person and then during COVID I was like okay home has to be within like home has to be in my heart it has to be inside me so when I go to Australia I don't want to be carrying the sadness that still exists here so I've done a lot of work to kind of you know get over that or heal through a little bit of it and accept that it's always going to be there a little bit like when you live with mental health which I'm pretty sure everyone does just to different degrees like when you live with mental health you wait what was I even saying I swear to god I just fucking talk so much shite sometimes oh my god self-deprecation how you doing I think we should all drink take a shot or um eat a piece of chocolate every time I self-deprecate in this episode (laughs) no I'm joking um anyway you know something else that's been like really grinding my gears recently which is a saying that I love I get like so fixated on words like slay obsessed like grind my gears and it just becomes part of my personality for a while so yeah obsessed um but tiktok is such a fucking shit place to be because you know who i'm obsessed with like obsessed sam smith and i don't know why everyone has just joined a fucking cult to start hating on them like fuck off and i don't know why i do it but whenever i see a video of them popping up on tiktok or anywhere I go to the comments to be like to vibe check I'm like are people being dickheads or are they being nice and they're never being nice like the the comments are just ridiculous and I just don't understand why people think they even have the right to put an opinion on someone like they're so happy at the minute they're living their best life I am so inspired by them like people are like hating on how much weight they've put on or that they're dressed in a certain way even though they're plus size and it's just disgusting it's really horrible and as a plus-sized queer person I'm going to read those comments like okay so I can't dress a certain type of way or I'm like your one Katie Hopkins super fucking bitch she was like he's uh, yeah she actually used the words he she's like he's morbidly obese and it's disgusting and all of this fucking shit I'm like first of all get their fucking pronouns right it's not a hard thing to do respect like it it goes a long way but also don't fucking comment on anyone else like worry about yourself worry about going to therapy and dealing with the inner hate that you have for yourself because there must be a, a certain amount of hate there if you feel like you have to take to the internet to comment on other people but looking at that I'm like 
okay what about every other queer plus size person that's going to be looking at these interviews or episodes or tiktoks talking about how bad it is to be queer or how disgusting quote unquote it is to be like a plus size person like actually fuck off of course I hate myself so much because this is all of the content I see whether it's Lizzo whether it's Sam like there's just so many people that are getting so much fucking hate for so many reasons and it's all starting to make a little bit more sense now as to why I'm so hard on myself because literally social media and society are shoving down our throats that if we look a certain way or if we dress a certain way or if we act a certain way we're the bad people when actually we're not like we're the fruitiest motherfuckers that exist and we're beautiful and I'm here for it um speaking of being queer lads I've had a bit of a sexuality crisis again like I don't know what's going on with me like for so long for so long I was like I'm a lesbian and I love girls and only girls then I went to Australia and fell in love with a guy and I had the biggest identity crisis of my life then I came home and I was like "Mm, maybe I'm straight (laughs) Mm, but I still love girls so maybe I'm not straight and then I got into a relationship with a girl and we're not even going to talk about it we're not going to talk about that one um but when I got out of that relationship I was like okay maybe I go back to guys now and I just felt so confused for so long and I want to bring it back to the space that my friend Sam created um and what they do create is the queer open mic nights or the queer events or the queer markets and it's just such a safe space and like this friend in particular like they're just so amazing for helping you accept yourself just as you are like you don't have to put yourself into one box and stay there forever like you can kind of just go with life and go with the flow of life and see what feels right for you and if that changes tomorrow that's fine but again it's just there's so much hate coming online of why are people like changing so much about themselves and what's the next version of pronouns it's going to be fucking toast or bread I'm like it's just so disrespectful and I'm really enjoying the process of finding my people and finding people that fill up my cup rather than fucking smash it on the ground (laughs) do you know what I mean um so yeah I'm I think that's why I'm also a little bit nervous you know moving to Australia I'm moving away from everything I know and I feel like I've really built a really strong foundation of support here and love here and a tribe here I'm like what if when I go there I miss it so much like miss Ireland so much but I can always come home but I'm excited to go and I'm obviously like I get in my head because I'm starting a new job there and like what if I'm shit and what if everyone hates me <laughs> and what if everyone's disappointed that I can't be good enough and that's just an example of every day in my life and every day in so many people's lives but Akila Moncrief posted uh, Instagram yesterday and was like I'm so stupid and then in brackets like in general and then the next one was like that she saw a neuro person like smart person talking about any kind of self-deprecating thoughts that we have let's turn them into constructive thoughts like I'm rather than I'm so stupid what about I'm still learning and I love that so I'm going to try to do that a little bit more and when I go to Australia I'm going to try do that a little bit more of just like accepting that even though I might not be the smartest person in the room I get to learn from the smartest people in the room and then someone might look at me someday and want to be like me and that's like all of us there's always people looking up to us and there's always people that we're looking up to that's how we grow right is that right? I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just applying this lip balm I got yesterday. It's called Nukes Paris. 
nukes putty and it's a honey lip care and oh my god my lips feel like they're <laughs> sponsored um yeah nukes it nukes putty is is sponsoring this episode <laughs> no i'm joking um what was i talking about yeah my lips are popping i just feel like i'm after putting like heaven on my lips if, if heaven was real i mean um anyway, anyway if if heaven was a thing it would be this lip balm lip gloss honey lip care that's what it would be and it looks like a little honey thing it's so cute um and yeah i think the, everyone is emigrating at the minute and i'm kind of thinking like what's my why at the minute very on brand you know what's my why what does it feel like because for so long in my head i was like my why is to be a mom someday and oh i'm just obsessed with that still i, I really want to become a parent and i'm excited for it and then it kind of moved on to uh, my why is to give maternal love wherever it's needed and I'd nourish my little sisters in whatever kind of love I knew which felt like maternal love or like older sister vibe love and now I think my why like they're all still super important to me but I think my why is to just come back home to myself and to show myself some love and heal and show it patience show myself patience um in every way possible like to not just have everything figured out and I think this year I don't know if anyone listened to this goes to therapy, but I've gone to therapy, especially consistently since my mom died. I've I've done it since I've been 13, right? Like, you know, school counsellors or whatever, like when different things happened in like in my life, I've gone to therapy. But since my mom died, it's probably been most consistent. And I was talking I was like sobbing to my therapist recently, being like, I don't want to lose this space. Like she's such a phenomenal therapist. And I'm just afraid that I'm not gonna be able to cope if or, or like when we end um, and she's actually gone on maternity leave so we can't even do like Zoom sessions when I'm in Australia, fuck my life but she made a really good point of like I've done so much therapy that maybe it's time to actually experience life and start putting the things that we've worked on in therapy to practice and if I do need therapy when I go to Australia, amazing I'll do it but it's such a good point, I never thought of it because like one week in therapy I could be talking about like how my depression impacts my life or like the really like dark thoughts I get impact my life or the next week I could be talking about how I fall in love with everyone so fast and then as soon as they show any interest in me I'm like ew I hate you (laughs) what do you mean you don't like me (laughs) um so yeah there's every week my point is every week you're talking about something different or I anyway talk about something different that I don't actually give myself a lot of time to process the shit I'm talking about so yeah I'm hoping that making this move will mean getting to start putting those things into practice. Oh my god, I need to cough again. One sec. Who was I talking to yesterday? I um, I can't remember. I, th- I was like, oh, I was at the doctor yesterday. Oh my god, yes, I was at the doctor yesterday. I was trying to, and I knew it was an older person that said this to me. It was my doctor. I was at my doctor yesterday, and I was talking about getting my like a big chunk of a prescription for when I move for my antidepressants. And she was so funny. She's like, your generation, they, they're they so woke and open about their mental health. It's amazing. And it actually is. Like, I feel like we still have a long way to go. But then she started talking and she did a fucking, basically a podcast episode herself, monologuing what um, her generation was like when people like experience mental health, that they just wouldn't talk about it. And I love that so many people are just so open with it. Like there's like a million podcasts and everything and people on Instagram and everyone just seems a lot more open about 
mental health talk and something I found really helpful recently was being in the mental health hospital so I didn't know this was a thing all right I'm going to do a whole separate episode on like finishing up therapy and like getting discharged from the hospital soon um but I didn't know that these services were available like I didn't know that if you get um recommended to a hospital like there's a day clinic and you can go to it and there's like group sessions of just a lot of people that experience mental health working through shit together and being educated on how to mind yourself and whether you like I think mental illness or mental health is a scale right you can be on different ends of the scale all over it. you can go up and down it like a yo-yo um but ultimately the skills that we learn there every single one of us can apply to our lives or even if we don't all connect to the same skill we'll each take something different away from it and I just think that's something that I wish we were taught earlier in life because there's such a stigma that comes with oh my god you're in therapy or oh my god you attend a mental health hospital like and then everyone just thinks worst case scenario and even if it is the worst case scenario they freak out they're like I don't know how to talk about this it's kind of like what I experienced with the grief stuff um like no one wants to talk about it because no one's comfortable with it but yeah this year I've just become really grateful or this past year so not just 2023 like the whole last year um I've just become grateful that I get to break down that stigma for myself because I'm so open to asking people about their journeys and hearing like I really love listening and hearing to how people are doing but I would still find it a little bit hard to answer these questions myself to someone like this is kind of okay for me because no one is talking back and no one is asking me questions so I'm kind of just going with the flow of whatever my head wants to talk about um but I think there still was a stigma in my head of I can't overshare or I can't tell a person how I really am if they ask even if because you know when you know someone doesn't really want to know they're just like oh how are you but when someone genuinely wants to know I'd still kind of glamorize it and be like yeah everything's good even though like I was close to RIP and do you know what I mean um but yeah I just love that that kind of stigma has been broken in my head and sometimes all it takes is for someone to ask or like address it like I met my friend G today and oh guys I'm like I'm just in love with them they're just so amazing and we had such a beautiful conversation and they're my friend Sam's partner and I, I'm actually just so grateful that they've been introduced to my life this year like the pair of them um and there's a few people like that like there's my other friends like Nikki Emily Sue like there's just so many people I've met and I wouldn't have met them if I didn't go to these like support places so so much good comes out of it but honestly anyway um so I met my friend G for coffee and the first thing they said to me so like we haven't talked like we haven't ever like kind of gone for coffee and the first thing they just said was I'm really sorry that your mom passed away and my mom died three years ago um four years ago this year but three years ago and people don't talk about it and I just thought it was such a brave thing for them to do to just say that to me and I didn't know how to respond I was like oh my god no one talks about it like when someone dies at the start everyone is kind of like and how are you like they don't mention the word mom they don't mention grief they don't mention anything they're just like and how are you yeah are you coping okay okay great before you even get to say no I'm having a fucking shit time my mom just died they're like okay great uh yeah good to see you anyway I'll, I'll talk to you later you know all that kind of shit but I just really felt seen this morning I really felt like someone cared and someone said my mom like they just they they addressed my mom and I think when someone dies like people just stop talking about it 
and like it's such a big loss in your life like especially like losing a parent you know even if your relationship with them isn't perfect like I think when you lose a person like that you also lose a part of yourself and I think in the past year like healing myself meant like healing that my grief and like accepting that my mom is gone and in the moment like I actually I didn't know how to respond I was like oh my god thank you so much for for saying that but like oh my god why am I crying but like I actually just think it was really nice um to be seen and even though I didn't have the words to be like I'm struggling at the minute like for someone to just address that like straight away like having not had a proper conversation with me before like I just thought it was really beautiful and special and I'm gonna stop crying now but yeah there's just such a power in like actually caring and if you're ever like curious about something I think that's why I set up what's your why because I think there's like such a gift in and there's such a privilege in hearing how someone is and there's such a special feeling that comes with being asked like how are you doing or addressing something that you know about someone like if you know someone has gone through something significant even if they're not ready to talk about it you can still name it you can name it and say I'm sorry that that happened you don't have to know how to have the conversation but if you avoid it it's kind of just like encouraging them to avoid it more um I need to take a shot of me vape hang on a minute no (coughs) no I really shouldn't because I'm gonna cough my lungs out but I'm done it it's done me with the bronchitis and lung infection like fucking vaping like there's no tomorrow um but yeah anyway and I love that I love that I can just think about something and cry um and then be like it's all good let's share a vape and like move on like I think that's just how life should be right we should just stay connected and yeah wait I need to actually cough after that vape imagine if we were all just sound to each other like if we were sound to Sam Smith and we were sound to each other life would be better justice for Sam justice for us all but yeah this episode is obviously different to the last like I actually think I have put out a few episodes that have just been me talking um and I find comfort in getting to chat because sometimes I find it really hard to talk to someone and not and like I find it hard to talk to someone and not feel guilty about oversharing especially like I think I've gotten really used to like asking like is this okay if we talk about or if any of this is triggering or if this is too much let me know um and I think that's this with the podcast like people have an option to listen to it and they have an option to click off like I was listening to uh, Joanne McNally's episode with Spencer Matthews on Big Fish recently and they talk a lot about like eating disorders and bulimia and like I have like I would have struggled with that before and I think it's something you always live with so hearing them talking about it I was getting like a little bit triggered to be honest and since listening to it like every time I eat like my head goes there of like what I would have thought after eating food before and like reassuring myself that like oh wait no like that was okay to eat because I haven't ate today so it was okay to have that Burger King (laughs) lol it wasn't that much right like you know convincing myself that it's okay even if it's like granola in the morning I'm like is that a normal portion or just since listening to it I love them both so much I really have a lot of time for Joanne and I have a lot of time for Spencer and I love it but I do think like when it got too much for me I, I, I stopped listening and I think that's the beauty of podcasts that um they're there for a reason like they can sometimes serve a purpose sometimes they're not your cup of tea and that's okay but I think my goal this year is to do what I want to do put something out there whether it's asking someone if they want to go for a coffee whether it's trusting my impulse to record a, a podcast conversation 
with someone else or just opening up the laptop and recording a podcast episode myself like I want to just do it and if I enjoy it I'll put it out there if I don't enjoy it I don't have to put it anywhere but at least I paused for like 40 minutes to just chat and see how I'm feeling and really check in with myself um and this feels vulnerable doing this it feels vulnerable listening back to it and being like what the fuck did I just say like that was so weird and random and yeah but then also like really enjoying parts of it and being proud of myself listening to it as well is nice um but yeah I have to say like this I'm gonna have to start putting some of the skills that I've learned in the hospital and the life lessons I've learned in therapy into practice now that they're both coming to an end um but yeah it's nice to kind of feel like I'm maybe coming out the other side of like probably like the toughest year of my 24 years so far um and yeah I don't think that would have been possible without like going like attending the mental health hospital and like being in therapy every week and talking to people and you know the first few months in the mental health hospital like I couldn't even attend the groups and like the rule to be there is you got to attend the groups like you've got to do it like you got to push your comfort outside your comfort zone all that stuff and I was really scared and for the first while I just didn't talk but like I think one of the things I'm most grateful for is that I did start talking to people and I did trust that it's okay to talk and reach out to others even if you don't know them or if you're a bit worried about looking like an idiot <laughs> like it's worth it because I I think I've met people in there that I'll be friends with for life because we understand each other without having to even ask questions and I think that's what that's what's important to me at the minute my why I can't remember what I said it was a few minutes ago but yeah my why just feels about really like coming home to myself and inviting others into my home no I'm not talking about sex okay you little dirty little fuck stop thinking about that stuff um oh my god no speaking of sex no that's a whole different episode um but girls I think I want to be asexual I I'm gonna reclaim that I'm I'm actually not even joking there has been a lot of time recently that I'm like am I asexual like since I ended things with the guy I was seeing did I already talk about that that I'm seeing a guy that I was seeing a guy but ever since that ended I'm like I just have no interest in anything am I asexual and then again just being around such open people I'm like oh do you know what I am what I am I'm I'm just me and whatever I fucking feel like I feel like but I can't remember why I brought that up I think that's my cue to end this episode um I don't know about you but when I go through like a depression like a, a deep kind of depression spell I lose sight of my space so my friend James my my love of my life he came over he moved to London from Australia and he spent a week here with me and I've I'm just so grateful for that time my friend Daphne from Australia I actually didn't know her in Australia but I knew her sister but she came to spend a week with me a while ago as well and I was just really connected to the idea that happiness exists okay cringe but it's not cringe like I when I think when you experience depression so much to have a week of pure happiness was just bliss so James was here and when both of them were coming like at their separate times I spent like a week cleaning my apartment making sure it was top-notch making sure there was food stock like obviously a few snacks but also like food that would nourish your body um and just making sure everything was clean and literally since James left my house has become a depression hole because I don't value I no, I I don't know what it is I think I need a clean space to be okay and to be happy right 
so why do I put that effort in for someone else coming here and I abandon it when it comes to like myself enjoying the space do you know what I mean and I've been sick I've been off work sick so like I've had time to clean obviously I've been a bit sick and under the weather so I haven't had energy to but I'm going to try my best to do a little bit of cleaning today and like I was FaceTime with Aaron earlier and I showed him every room of the house and he was like that's a bit disgusting and I was like I know but are you gonna come clean it for me or not so I'm gonna clean it today I'm gonna treat it as if it's someone else coming and then hopefully along the way I'll convince myself that I deserve to do things that are nice for me not just so others can benefit from it anyway that's kind of an update on me this episode does feel a little bit vulnerable to put out there but I also haven't really chopped up any of it like usually I start it and then I delete it and then I start it and I delete it and that happens a lot of times but I just felt a little bit more like I want to just be real and even if I had to pause for a few coughing spells I don't think I'm going to chop out too much of this um, because yeah I don't know I just want to be real with y'all and I'm going to be stepping into interviewing a lot more people who are going to want I'm going to want them to be real with me and to trust me and to trust that I have they're back and I'm going to have a safe space for them to be honest so if I'm going to be doing that more I need to trust the space myself as well slay I'm going to end the podcast there if anything because I know I can't even remember what I talked about really but if I did trigger you with anything or if anything came up for you reach out to me on either the Instagram which is underscore what's your why underscore underscore or you can email me on tell us what's your why at gmail.com and I can help you out with any like if you want to just have a chat we can have a chat but also I have kind of built up a bank of resources of like supports that are around Ireland and like some like of the text line numbers that are for abroad like mainly for Australia and UK um but yeah if you feel like you need a bit of support you can check out the Instagram highlights there's always a few supports there or you can reach out to me either of those ways and I can help you find some support but other than that I hope you're all okay and if you're not that's okay and I'll chat to you soon for some more what's your why conversations bye thank you for listening